Hi everyone, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls from Terra Running Company in Cleveland, Tennessee. Each week we interview a different runner from our community, aiming to inspire listeners through our guests' stories and experiences. On this week's episode, we interview Becca Wolf. Though she enjoyed sports and activity growing up, as an adult, Becca found herself fed up with unhealthy choices and knew that it was time to make a change. After she accomplished the hardest task of all, quitting smoking, Becca started adding activity like yoga into her routine before eventually deciding to run with her dog, Trinity. Listen in to hear how Becca went from virtually no adult running experience to being at the heart of the terror running community in a little over a year, all on this week's episode of the Terror Girls podcast. The Terror Girls podcast is supported by Terror Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorrunning.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And the sweet little crying in the background is Rocky, who who got a new bone from our guest uh, today, which is our friend Becca Wolf. Yay! Welcome, Becca. (laughs) To win Rocky over, uh, while we're recording this in my apartment, Becca brought... Uh, a bone for Rocky and my sweet 11 year old dog is now walking around crying with it <laughs> trying to find a place to bury it because it's so special to him so I think you want him over Becca <laughs> well I do like the dogs better than the people though. yeah Aww. yep so me too listeners are probably wondering why we're in Brittany's apartment <laughs> they also would know that we're normally at the Cleveland Public Library at the podcast studio but today we have the privilege of relaxing in Brittany's apartment yep um becca has a job and so (laughs) she is like a a real job and so we are recording around her schedule and yeah we're we took the show on the road today i'm excited about it yeah me too it it means rocky's a guest yeah rocky is a guest so you may hear him clicking clacking around in the background he um has long nails and you can hear him on my hardwood floor and also crying because we thought he would be barking at us the whole time but yeah, now he's just crying in... Crying with joy. Yeah, Tears really. of joy. Tears of joy, honestly. Tears <laughs> of joy. This new bone. So, Becca, welcome to the Terror Girls podcast. Becca has been a fan of Terror Girls from the beginning. We can always count on her to have listened to the podcast by the time she comes to the Terror Trap Monday afternoon. Yes. So, we really appreciate her support and honored to have her here. Thanks. All right. You get to answer the warm-up questions. All right. Which I, I like the season's warm up questions. Me too. They're, they're slightly controversial, but also not at all. Yeah. Um, also, as we say every episode, we were hungry when we wrote them. So yeah. they're all about snacks. Mostly. Okay. Tell us what your favorite thing is to eat before, during, or after a run. Mm. Before a race or before a long run on Saturday, I like a English muffin, sourdough English muffin with mm. crunchy peanut butter and honey. Great and choice. But not before a like evening run. I don't know. That takes a lot of time. So just a granola bar or a street waffle. Those are good. And during a run, I tried the spring that you guys sell. Yes. The green one is my favorite. Yeah. And I did that for my 10-mile run last Friday. And awesome. that was awesome. I really liked that You one. can thank Asher, who uh, is Brittany's longest standing employee. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Asher. He loves spring. And he's been begging Brittany to restock spring for mm-hmm. months and she finally did it yeah and now everyone's buying it so spring is all natural like mm-hmm. very natural 
The great thing about Spring is it tastes amazing. I, that one is called Awesome Sauce. That's their best-selling flavor. And it literally tastes like applesauce. Yeah. The bad thing about Spring is it's all natural. <laughs> and so it goes bad like twice as fast mm. as anything else. So it doesn't have a very long shelf life. Even when you buy it, like you've mm-hmm. got to buy it before your run because if you buy it and put it in your pantry, like I do with lots of nutrition, it'll go bad. Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing and the bad thing about spring is it goes bad really fast. So we don't hold on to it for very long. Um, so anyway, yeah, Asher's been begging me. But now if we have a bunch of spring fans, maybe we'll keep it in more yeah, often. So mm-hmm. Brendan recommended it. Oh, so great. That, okay. That, but you don't do the pink one or the red one because it has coconut in it correct yes oh and i didn't know that and i bought one and i got home and jared looked at the ingredients on Uh the back and he goes do you did you read this in the store and i said no (laughs) he even starts reading it off i was like well i'm gonna give that one to sam because uh Uh i can't eat that you can't have coconut i'm allergic Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> it, I'm not highly allergic, but the inside of my mouth all the way down to my stomach will itch. Oh, and it is no. the worst feeling to itch from the inside. You can't do anything about it. Oh, oh my that, God. Like, that's like giving me like Are You, you want to swallow rocks or something. Yes, <laughs> and drink so much water. And aloe juice helps a little bit, oh, but yeah. not enough to make a difference. It's just misery for... Oh, I man. usually put myself out of my misery by taking a Benadryl and going to sleep. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. That would have not worked well in a 10-mile run. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. What is your favorite season and why? Mm, fall. Why? Because the days are still a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but it's cooler and it's nice and you can, I don't know, I like sitting outside around a fire. Yeah. And it was, I started running in the summer last year. And so by the time fall came around, I was so happy for cooler weather because it was so hot last summer. Definitely. But you getting started in the summer. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Anything is up from the summer running, you know? Yeah. All right. Salty, sweet, or spicy? Hmm. Salty or sweet? I'm born and bred Kansan that doesn't do spicy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, salty or sweet just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Makes sense. Do they not... Is spicy, like, not a thing in Kansas? Um, no. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> depends on where you're at. But I grew up in a very small town, and it's all cream-based casseroles and, mm-hmm. and not a whole lot more than salt and pepper and onion powder. <laughs> <laughs> I so I take you to, like, like, Mexican or... I love Mexican. Okay. So I love Dos Bros. And yeah. I love Nella's Tacos. They make things... That are not spicy. That right. just have the good flavor. Yeah, or like true. Rico's Deli in town. That's mm-hmm. Puerto Rican food. Doesn't have any spice to it. Yeah. So I like it. I just have to be careful what I get. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't handle it. It can't be too exciting, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. You get to invent a holiday that everyone has to celebrate. What is it? And when is it? Hmm. I'd, I'd have to stay at home with your dog day. Oh, to, like, oh my god! Spend the whole day at home with your dogs, and like you have to get that day off to do it. That uh-huh. would be my dream to just sit at home with my dogs all day, take them to the park, take them for a walk, because I can't do them all at once. There's three of them, uh-huh. <laughs> one with each of them, and just hang out with them all day. Make it all about the dogs. Yeah. What time of year? Fall. Yeah, I love it. You tell yes. me what it is, and me and Rocky will celebrate. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Wow. We've got some we've got some good holiday recommendations yep. on the Terror Girls podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Kind of disappointed in our current holidays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The most controversial of all the warm-up questions. 
do you call it? No, do you choose coffee, tea, or soda, or pop? <laughs> the second second part, the more the part that Brittany and I fixate on is do you call soda, soda, or pop? pop. <laughs> I grew up calling it pop, uh-huh. and then I worked in a twenty four hour gas station through college, and I could not handle hearing myself say the word pop five million times a shift, <laughs> and I started calling it soda so that I could. Uh-huh. I, it just turned into one of those words for me that yep. I just couldn't do anymore. Yep. But um, I don't drink soda mm. at all. I cut that out. When I first started trying to get healthy again, I cut soda out completely. So wow. I am coffee in the morning, water all day long, and tea right before bed. So, so all of all So coffee and tea. Coffee and tea. But usually just herbal tea at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, I'm in the mood for it. But yeah. every once in a while try tea if I'm on the weekends want a little extra caffeine Mm -hmm. but but no pot nope but you did grow up calling it pot so Mm -hmm. one vote for pot okay she literally (laughs) said she calls it soda now and she referenced it as soda (laughs) I think we both get a vote on this one (laughs) maybe both get a point maybe the Terror Girls podcast is sponsored by the Summer Sizzler Race Series a 5k race series celebrating summer Learn more and register at terrorrunning.com. All right. We are going to move into the bulk of our questions. I don't know. We call mm-hmm. them the meat of the questions. Yeah. I never, we never the workout. A, the workout? <laughs> <laughs> the warm-up? The workout? Yeah. You know, maybe we should call it the workout. I know. This is where we're going to ask you the real questions. The real hard-hitting questions. <laughs> oh, no. They're not hard-hitting at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, so we know Becca from uh, being a great customer, a friend. Becca comes to the Terra Trot on Monday nights. And so we started to get to know you through running first. We would know you and the runs that you would do and the races that you would do. But I think in writing these questions, we realized there's a lot of things we don't know about you. So we're excited to get to know the real whole Becca. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, you're not originally from Cleveland. How did you get here? Um, yeah. What's your background? I grew up in Kansas in a couple of little towns. Um, but I was living in Topeka, Kansas, which is the capital out of college. I dropped out, um, of college and moved there and I was working. Um, and my, my best friend at the time introduced me to Jared, who was an active duty Marine station there training reservists. So we met, we started talking. He was not supposed to be a serious relationship. Um, he was supposed to be fun and he <laughs> never left. So <laughs> he, um, he tells people that he rescued me from Kansas <laughs> and he moved my very small world self of small town, Kansas to Southern California. Holy cow. Uh-huh. He got stationed at Camp Pendleton, um, right after we got married. So, then we were there and then in, he deployed and he came back and he got out and his family's originally from Georgia. Mm-hmm. So he grew up in the Marietta area. Mm-hmm. So we moved back there, couldn't find jobs, had a really hard time getting back on our feet after he got out of the Marine Corps. He had a friend that worked at Wright Brothers. And so he said, hey, come on, let's, you know, you can be on my crew. So Jared said, well, come see the town, see what you think. And I came here and it's so pretty here and we yes. love it here. But he did not tell me that it was a dry county before he <laughs> moved me here. And he was very lucky that they allowed the sale of wine shortly after we moved here. 
because I about died when he told me that. That is so funny. That's so true. Coming from like anywhere else in the mm-hmm. country, like near, you know, North Georgia or Southern California or a totally different state, you'd think like a dry county. That's not even a thing in Kansas where there's, you know, uh-huh. Amish and Mennonite and like very right. strict cultures in Kansas, but there's not dry counties there. Yeah. Yep. Well, wow. welcome to Bradley County. Yeah. <laughs> For those interested, uh, we're we're no longer a dry county. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Come into the 21st century and... We have all the liquor stores now. Yeah, exactly. We went <laughs> from everywhere. Yeah. zero to a million. Mm-hmm. So what? how many years ago was that that you moved to Cleveland? We moved here in 2014. Okay. Halloween 2014. Awesome. So. And so you both work at Wright Brothers Construction? Um, no, he works at Vocker. Okay. At the polysilicon plant in mm-hmm. Charleston. So... Awesome. That's great. So you enjoy Cleveland, you said? Yes. Um, is this a bigger town than you grew up in? Is yes. it? Okay. Yes, wow. it is. So it feels like a big city, huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, she came from Southern California as well. Right. And, right. I, and I, I did bring a little bit of my road rage with me from Southern California. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> Here's my question from Southern California. Did you see any celebrities? No. Okay. We did not. So I like left, a stupid, stupid I left, question. No, I left base very... Minimally, because uh-huh. it scared me to drive off of base. I had my route to where I worked as a home health aide and that, and back, and that was about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I worked 20 miles from where we lived, and it took me 45 minutes minimum to get there. It was insane all the time. So I didn't – we didn't go many places unless he was driving because yeah. he had lived – he'd been stationed there before. He was mm-hmm. used to it. He grew up around Atlanta. He knew traffic. Yeah. I It freaks me out. I don't even like to drive in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I have only visited California once. And I was in the L.A. area for, like, a, a work conference, you know, before I worked at Tara. Um, <laughs> although, Brittany, if you want to take me to a work conference in L.A., I'm, all, I'm, I'm open to it. Um, and I was the one that, like, got the rental car for the group. And so I was the one driving. And I remember that I had we had, like, our, you know, work group in the car. And we were supposed to be meeting up with our other work group. I don't know. Not far away. Mm-hmm. And... We accidentally took like a wrong turn um, and we had to do like a U-turn and it literally added over an hour to our, our drive. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, oh no, like just go back and go the other way. Like, no, we couldn't undo it. We missed dinner. We had to text the group. Sorry, we're not (laughs) going to make it. And we just found our own place to eat because it it was traffic was that bad and it was that Mm -hmm. crazy that. It doesn't sound like I want to go on a work conference to um, in California. <laughs> you want to visit. You visit. don't want to live okay. there. Okay, visit. because the food is amazing. Yeah. You, so many different cultures. You get authentic Mexican food on the boardwalk, hole in the wall restaurant. Looks like you probably don't want to step into it. Best food you'll ever have. Awesome. The seafood is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's sushi. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Everything was so good. I would visit just to eat. For an right. entire like week, <laughs> just eat all the good things. Just not have to live there and yes. commute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you made it to Cleveland. Congratulations. We're very glad <laughs> to be here. Um, but tell us a little bit about your running journey. Did you grow up running? And if not, like how did you get into it? Why did you get into it? Yeah, I was always in sports. Always, always growing up. I did, you know, basketball, soccer when I was a in kindergarten where I picked all the dandelions around my mom on the sidelines, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But I always loved playing basketball. And then uh, junior high was volleyball, basketball, and track. Um, and I was really slow at sprinting. So mm-hmm. track was not a thing. Um, I also cannot jump for how tall I was. <laughs> and in middle school, I could not jump. So none of the things I liked the 
I was at the four by 200 relay. Mm -hmm. That was about the only event I actually liked. Um, so then when I got to high school, I changed from track to soccer. So I did, um, volleyball, basketball, and soccer my freshman year. I also started lifting weights in junior high because I started seventh grade at five, five and 95 pounds and I was tiny. (laughs) So I started lifting weights because I couldn't hold my own on basketball court. Uh And so then I moved to soccer and I competed as a power lifter in high school and I did just power lifting and soccer all through high school. So, and then I was, I got a scholarship and I played a junior college for soccer. So that's awesome. Running was always part of a sport. It was never my sport. It was much to the dismay of the cross country coach who really wanted me to run for her in high school. Um, but I was all about the soccer at the time. So Mm -hmm. I just played soccer all year round. That's awesome. Definitely a lot of running in soccer. Yes, you have to for be sure. In very good cardio shape to, to be able to play yeah. soccer. Yeah, and I mean, when I played, I was the one at the front of the group. We our warm ups around with the complex we had had several soccer fields and baseball fields, and we ran all the way around the outside of it. My best friend and I were always the ones that were going back and and just like we do at the terror trot, you know, you go back and you get the last ones in, and I mean that's always where I was. And then uh, out of college, made bad personal choices and started smoking and did that for ten years and. Uh, so when I started deciding to get healthy again, I quit smoking. It's been a little over five years. Um, yeah, Good for you. the hardest thing I've ever done. Not imagine. Oh, it I was know. awful. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's, it's just one of those things where for a couple of years after that, it was a daily struggle uh-huh. and I finally got through it, but I could not run. I was overweight. I was out of shape. I was, I told Jared <laughs> that, you know, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, I think I started with just yoga, yeah. yoga and walking and had an elliptical in the basement that I despised and used anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know, I did that for a while. And then March of 2021, I started running once, like once a week, twice a week, maybe mm-hmm. just because Trinity needed it. My dog, she's a German shepherd and she was super anxious and I was couldn't figure out, you know, what to do. She's scared of everything. The wind blows in the grass Aww. moves and she's scared of it. So I was like, okay, she needs something. So I started trying once a week, maybe twice a week if I could, but the hills in my neighborhood suck a lot. <laughs> They're really great. It's like almost 300 feet of elevation in my neighborhood. There oh are no gosh. flat spots. And that's where I started. And I think that if I'd have started maybe on the greenway or somewhere flat, I would have taken it, taken to it faster, but didn't. And, um, but then I really started running in March of 2022. That's when I came in and saw you guys and got my first pair of shoes from y'all without letting you size me. And they were the wrong (laughs) size, come to find out, several months later. (laughs) We try. Several months later, after my toes went numb on every run and yeah. Telltale sign. Yeah. So, but no, I, um, when I came in for that and bought my first pair of shoes, y'all told me about Teratrot and I came, the first time was uh, May, for like the beginning of May mm-hmm. in 2022. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's not that long. No. You're such a baby runner. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, and I I couldn't even run the whole first terror trot, uh-huh. the, two, the first two miles. I couldn't run the whole thing when I started. I couldn't. I walked. Mm-hmm. And I did probably one terror trot for three weeks. And then the guys convinced me to go for the second one one night. And I did it. And then... I ran the first Summer Sizzler at uh-huh. the end of May. That was yeah, my first 5K. race. 
first race ever. Wow. Oh, How yes. amazing. It's so exciting I, re- I remember now that you say that, I remember that you would come. And so we do two loops um, the first time. We do two loops. The first one is two miles. And mm-hmm. then we stop back at the store. So some people drop off. Some people join us. And then we go out a couple minutes later for the second loop. And so I do remember now you coming for a couple weeks and just doing two miles. And then they, yeah, you, you got peer pressured into <laughs> trying to do the second one. And really like pace isn't a, you know, we all start together and we all finish together and it's a really easy loop. So pace isn't a big deal. Um, Still walked a lot of it. Yeah. Second one, yeah. Cause I had gotten to the point where I could run the whole first two miles and then I would do the second loop and I would walk yeah. a lot of it, Yeah, could, you know, stop a couple of times and walk, but yep. I was doing four miles. So. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And yep. so last summer uh, was your first 5K. Mm-hmm. Did you do all the summer sizzlers? Mm-hmm. Or? Wow. So you yeah. did three 5Ks in the summer. Uh-huh. That's amazing. And then now what are you training for? Um, the Ragnar Relay outside mm-hmm. of Atlanta yeah. is next month. So that's what I'm training for right now. Um, and I'm super intimidated by the girls on my team because we met for lunch a couple weeks ago. And one of the girls was like, yeah, I did my 10-mile run this morning. And like, they're just talking They've done marathons and half marathons and just miles and uh-huh. miles. And they did the Road Ragnar as an ultra last year as a team. And I super intimidating. And I was like, I've gotta, I've gotta do something. Uh-huh. So I ran my first 10 mile run last Friday. Wow. Oh, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So a Ragnar is a, a relay. So your team, how many people are on your team? Eight. Eight people, and you each take different legs right mm-hmm. so you get time to rest in between mm-hmm. um do you know how what the distance of the legs you'll be doing um one's a 4.3 one's a 5 point something and one's a 10k a 6.2 i think awesome so, yeah so it's oh, three you got legs. that yeah no. but it's within you know two days and right. it's gonna be it's a little intimidating yeah i've never yeah i mean i've i've run back-to-back days before but right. never yeah. that much so now it's just about trying to get miles in before that yeah. and that's it the end of April. Okay. So. Awesome. And then the half in the fall. Uh, yeah, That's the Cleveland Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. Great. Wow. What a quick trajectory from <laughs> nothing to now look at you. Yeah. That's awesome. Couldn't even run a mile straight this uh-huh. time last year. So Wow. What an inspiration to you Terra Girls listeners. If yeah. you are not running right now, who knows where you'll be a year from now. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, kudos to you as well. I'm curious because I know I, you know, I'm better now that I like work at a running store and go on group runs regularly, but I feel like group runs are really intimidating. Mm. Um, So intimidating. So I'm so impressed that you like came. So can you talk to us about that? Like what was kind of like, what made you decide I'm going to go to that group run, even though I haven't been running very long? I'm not good at (laughs) self-motivation. I'm not, there's always an excuse to be made, right? Like I work 10 hour days. So mm-hmm. on the, at the end of the day, there's all the excuses not to go out and spend an hour running or whatever. So for me, it was, well, maybe if I find some people that are like-minded and want to do the same things, enjoy it, that will help encourage me to keep doing it. And, you know, and there's always show up for the first one. And if you don't like it, you don't have to come back and they'll never see you again. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my mindset was just, I need to find some people that were like-minded and Mm -hmm. I've got some really good running buddies out of it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That makes me so happy. And definitely kind of what we always try to tell people, like (laughs) you can come. It's okay. Yeah. I think it's really running. 
I don't know. Running and runners, I think, can be so intimidating, mm-hmm. even though <laughs> when you reference this already, even though I don't think they want to be. I don't know. Right. Some, some people maybe want to be intimidating. Right. But, but yeah, we like try super hard not to be intimidating, but our, we absolutely will admit it's intimidating. Yeah. You know? And I, it's, I get intimidated. Yeah. I'm not very fast. I, you know, I've done races, but <laughs> well, but you know, some of these people. Yeah. So it, a, it's like, I it's all even, relative. Yeah. It, it is. It's all relative. So yeah. you say you're not very fast, but I can see y'all from the back of the group still. Like, <laughs> I, now I can still see people when I'm coming around that last mm-hmm. corner, like coming through downtown on Akoi, I can still see the back of some of the front of the pack. Yeah. But before, I mean, when I first started, Everybody would be back. Right. By the time I got yeah. back, I was the last one. And yeah. that is, it, it is intimidating. Yeah. It is. But everybody's so open. Clark and yeah. Dusty and John and every, they'll sit and they'll talk to you and David and mm-hmm. they'll just be open and honest. And it's fun to listen to their stories. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. are They're insane crazy. with yep. all of their ultras and cross Tennessees. And, yep. uh, <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. No, I like sleep too much to do those things. But, <laughs> Me too. You know, and they're last man standing. And, yeah. But it's so inspiring to listen to them yeah. because, I mean, they're not. <laughs> Bless you, Rocky. You okay? <laughs> if you've, uh, listeners, if you've been hearing like weird sound in there, <laughs> like sucking sounds, it's, it's, it's Rocky chewing on his brand new bone. He's very excited about yeah. it. Yeah. But he did just sneeze. And we are like 20 minutes in and he hasn't barked at us once. I mean, so. this is a miracle. <laughs> This is an absolute miracle. Look, Becca knows. I know you know dogs. Yeah, dogs love me. Yeah, (laughs) this is a miracle. I mean, dogs love me because I love them until they love me. Yeah. (laughs) So the um, little crunching sound in the background is definitely improved over him coming and just barking. Yeah, usually he will just come here and bark at us till we pay attention to him. Terror Girls is brought to you by the Cleveland Half Marathon and 5K, October twenty first, twenty twenty three, in downtown Cleveland. Run our town with us for the sixth year for 13.1 or 3.1 all around town. All finishers earn a huge commemorative finishers medal honoring a downtown Cleveland building. The course runs through beautiful Lee University, the historic district, the fast and flat Cleveland Greenway, and downtown Cleveland. Learn more and register at clevelandhalf.com. Well, I think it's awesome. The trying new things, I think, is just so impressive. I've done a little bit of that in my recent adult life, but I think it's so, we get stuck in our ways Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to just kind of get out of the routine in the middle of the week and go run with people you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff like that. It can, yeah, open up your world and lead to new friends and stuff like that. But I, I, it's hard, you know? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's intimidating to walk up to a group of people that all know each other. They've all got history together. Everybody has inside jokes or stories that, you know, shared races and that can be intimidating, but there's, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. It really is worth it. Terror Trot is the best thing I could do on a Monday after I've had a, Mondays are my worst day at work Mm -hmm. and they're so stressful. And I come to Terror Trot and I can just relax and Mm -hmm. laugh and talk and hang out with people. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah. And you always feel better after. Like always. I can I can definitely yeah, I can commiserate with that. But then at, every time after I run four miles with friends, you feel better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um the secret to running fast at the Terratrot is just accidentally getting a conversation <laughs> with someone. I ran fast this last week because I was talking to Dusty uh-huh. and it just like the way the group kind of like split, 
It was just like me and Dusty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dusty's talking my ear off, telling me about all the stuff, not breathless at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, just stick yep. with him. The yeah, you end up then running faster than you ever wanted. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did that with Asher once on the Lee route, and I wound up up the hill on 18th with him and I looked at him and I said you're gonna have to leave me because I can't keep this pace anymore <laughs> please ditch me yeah that's <laughs> so good um so what's been surprising to you about your experience with running that I can do it like it just I mean in all honesty going from not being able to run a mile straight to doing a 10 mile run in the rain was the worst possible day for me to try mm-hmm. and do 10 miles I woke up that day I decided that I was doing it no matter what and I did it. And then I got Chick-fil-A for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> Good for you. Like, you earned you know, it. It was yeah. 8 o'clock at night. I had worked a 10-hour day after oh working five 10-hour days that week. And I was tired. And I didn't feel like cooking. So. Yeah. But it was, it's just awesome to, and I didn't know how fun races could be. I'd never done a race in my whole life until last year was, and so now I'm kind of hooked. Yeah. So I'm doing uh, the four-mile shamrock with Sam uh-huh. for yeah. in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm in a couple of weeks yeah and then um we're doing the 65 mm-hmm. roses at yeah. me and then and my company's actually sponsoring me to run that one that's awesome and um and then ragnar in april and then all the summer sizzler mm-hmm. races and so it'll just be it's nice because i have to have something to look forward to yeah. otherwise i don't i'm not consistent enough yep so it's yeah definitely helps to have something that you're working towards and And it taught me that I am okay with being alone in my head for a couple of hours if I'm out on the trail run at Johnston Mm -hmm. Woods or if I'm Friday night. I saw one person on the Greenway Friday night. Oh, my gosh. And it was, you know, it was really just me in my head. And I actually listened to a couple of episodes from season one. Oh, you (laughs) did? So it was us and you in your head, right? (laughs) Yep. That's good. Oh, that's that's funny. exactly what we hope. Yeah, people absolutely. Use this podcast yeah. for um, to just hang out on a long run or a commute or anything mm-hmm. like that. But man, I'm that's so inspiring. So kudos to you because it is really hard to try new things, and I love just that sense of like I can do this. And then it kind of it does like give you more confidence to do other things. It's one well, because I didn't have anybody in my corner when yeah. I started. Like my group of friends that I had at the time. They and I haven't, I've actually had to stop hanging out with them because the last time I hung out with them, they rolled their eyes at me and gave me a hard time because instead of drinking, I sat there and drank water and ate pizza with them, but I was getting ready to go for my first 10K. I ran my first 10K in January with Sam and Carrie Mm -hmm. and um, there was a couple other people there from Mm -hmm. Terra Trot and, you know, and. I wasn't going to chance not doing well on my very first 10K for a couple of glasses of wine a few nights before it. And yep. so they gave me a hard time. And that's the last time I hung out with them. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of sad. But at yeah. the same time, I I mean, that's part of why I joined Teratrot was yep. because I needed some people that would help me push myself into that. And, yep. you know, last year I was embarrassed to wear shorts because I had zero definition in my legs. And on Wednesday, when I was running with Sam, we were talking about how we were both so excited that we actually can see the, the change yeah. in our bodies and our legs from yeah. running so much now. And mm-hmm. so that's really awesome. Yeah, definitely. You know? And I think that is a as you grow and change, even as adults, you know, we say this to like kids in elementary school, mm-hmm. maybe they won't be your best friend forever. And that's OK. But as you grow and change, um, so too maybe do the people around you. And yeah. 
but you want people around you that are going to support you mm-hmm. in, in the things that you think are important. So yeah. I'm glad you found them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've referenced them the whole time we've been talking, but you need to tell us about your dogs. Tell us about <laughs> yeah. your dogs. Do you ever run with your dogs? Just we want to know. We don't want to know all the details. So Trinity is my run-in buddy, or she was until recently. Um, she is an eight-year-old German Shepherd. Uh, that we rescued out of a bad backyard breeding situation off of Craigslist when she was 13 weeks old. So she is scared of everything. She squeaks when she barks. Um, She was covered in fleas and had so many worms in her belly when we got her. Um, But so she's scared of everything. Um, The grass blowing, the windmill, the everything. The chihuahua down the street is her like biggest fear. She tries to climb me if that chihuahua's outside. It's Yes. But she, she's a German uh-huh. yes. she's a 70 pound German shepherd. And, um, but if we're running, she is laser focused and nothing will break that concentration. And she is fine as long as we're running. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she just recently had her tail amputated and, um, she's still trying to figure out life without a tail. So oh. she's sweet, but she's not really running anymore at this age. Um, <laughs> and then we have Sadie who is a five year old pit bull. And she is the biggest couch potato who wants <laughs> wants to be my ride or die. But mm-hmm. when we go outside for a walk, because there is no making that dog run, uh-huh. uh, she is 70 pounds of lap dog. Um, <laughs> and so she refuses to run. And um, yeah, she just, but she wants to be there. And she pouts. If I take the German Shepherd for a run and leave the pit bull, and I come back and don't immediately put her harness on and take her for the shortest walk. <laughs> she gets so mad. And if I take her for a long walk, oh, the pitiful, why are you making me do this? Uh, that she comes up with. But she is my sweet. she is my sweetheart. And then I just rescued another German Shepherd puppy this summer um, in July. And he is not quite one yet. And he is the same size as his sisters at 70 pounds almost already. Oh, my. And he is a brat. (laughs) He is a brat. And he will tell me when he wants attention. I was working from home this afternoon. And he came up and put his head on top of my laptop and pressed all the keys. And (laughs) he just sounds like my cat. And when I pushed him off of that direction, he came up behind the couch and over the armrest. Uh, yes, this is the dog that will look at me, whine, and then the next thing I know, he's in my lap. And Aww. that's a lot of German Shepherd in my lap. Is, but yeah. He's too smart for his own good. I yeah. taught him all the things I know how to teach him, and mm-hmm. he still wants to know more. But he wow. is, he's a sweetheart. And so once he's old enough, he'll be my running buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. great. I love it. Nothing better than running with dogs. Well, until they. Uh, in Rocky's case, until he sniffs something and then has to pee. Do your dogs yes. pee? Does your boy dog pee on everything? I don't know okay. yet mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I pretty much keep him in our yard. So yeah. he's used to the, the smells. I've taken him on the greenway once. Um, not so sure about the small humans on the greenway mm-hmm. and that are, mm-hmm. because they're not mm-hmm. super respectful mm-hmm. on their bicycles and yep. skates and, you know, over. And I was the same as mm-hmm. a little girl, over enthusiastic to meet all the dogs. Right. Yep. <laughs> and so that freaked him out a little bit. But. I yeah. will work with him more so that he is better at it. Mm-hmm. But his, uh, the Sadie is very much never met someone that's not her best friend. Aww. She loves children. She loves people. Everybody's scared of her. Aww. <laughs> because she's just so big and bulky and uh-huh. she looks intimidating, but she just, she just wants all the love. Yeah. But no, Jethro is, um, 
I don't know what he is yet. He's, <laughs> he's going to be an interesting person. Yeah. I say person. They're my, they're my kids. I yeah. can't, I can't have kids. So mm-hmm. my dogs are my babies mm-hmm. and that he is going to be an interesting partner for running and yeah. all of the things. And I may need to invest in some actual training for him because he's just, they told me he was a mix. They said, this is a German shepherd mix. He was seven weeks old and 4.4 pounds. I had no clue that he was going to wind up being this big. <laughs> And he was four pounds and now he's 70. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. In nine months. <laughs> oh my God. He's so big. So yes, <laughs> I have to have all the control over him because people freak out mm-hmm. on, you know, yeah. they're small dogs on the greenway and stuff like that. So I try really hard to be the responsible big dog, aggressive breed mm-hmm. owner, you know, cause pit bulls, German shepherds, mm-hmm. people get scared of them if they aren't a hundred percent behaved. And, and so, right. you know. But he's just as scared of the kid coming up to right. him as the kid coming up to him could be, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's still a baby, too. Yeah. So. They are your babies with all yes. the personality of people. That's oh like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rocky <laughs> makes himself known if he wants yes. to. <laughs> how, how, how heavy is Rocky? How much Rocky's Rocky about 45 pounds. Yeah. So, like, du- I mean, not double, but, you know. Is Rocky. I, I will. Tara Girls listeners. I will watch Rocky sometimes when Brittany's out of town. Rocky and I are pals. But he's an opinionated thing, uh-huh. and he will he will sit his little self down or pull or go mm-hmm. whatever if he doesn't want to do something. Yeah. Does he talk back to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. He his biggest thing is he knows where he is walking downtown, and so he will tell you what park he wants to go yep. to. That is. <laughs> if he wants correct. to go to campus, he'll pull that way, and if mm-hmm. he wants to go to First Street Square, he'll pull you that way. So it. Yeah, you, I just walk out with no plan, and he'll, I just kind of follow him. Yep. Yeah. I let him be the boss. <laughs> He's the boss of me. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right, well, I guess we should head into, not the final lap yet, but um, our our advice question. So uh, can you tell us, what would your advice be for a beginner runner, someone who's just starting out or maybe hasn't even started yet, and then what would your advice be for someone that's been running for a while, a seasoned runner? I'm not qualified to answer that question <laughs> at one year into my journey, but um, for a brand new runner, I feel like I am qualified for that. You just show up, find the people that are going to be supportive of you and don't have any expectations for what your journey will look like against somebody else's. Because even for me, it was even against my past self, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to be in really good shape. I used to be one of the best athletes, you know, and It's just, it's a lot of work and you have to want to do it and you have to find the reason why you're doing it. Because if you don't, then you're not going to stick with it. It has to be a mental decision. If you are mentally prepared for it, if you mentally want it, your body will follow. You just have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. So it just show up and, and talk to the people that have been doing it. Let them inspire you. Let them help you. Let them give you advice. Let them tell you it's okay to do some walking. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're still getting the miles in. Absolutely. Run what you can. Walk mm-hmm. what you need to. And don't put any expectations on it. Just do what you need to do for you. And it'll get there. Awesome. That's awesome. Great so advice. <laughs> and really, I can't believe, I just keep thinking about a year ago, you weren't running at all, right? Or you had just started? Just started, or? yeah. So that's amazing. It is. Because in my mind, you're like such a runner. Absolutely. You're such a runner. When I got y'all's message, I looked at Jared and I said, 
read this. <laughs> he said, okay, when are you doing it? I said, I'm not a runner. <laughs> so funny. And he was like, how many times have you run this week? And I said, twice or three times. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but he was like, that sounds to me like you're a runner. <laughs> I said, okay. You I, love it. I love it. You know? Isn't that great? And, but, and for the seasoned runners is to just keep telling your stories, keep yeah. being inspirational and open to answering the questions because I'm sure they get asked those questions all the time, but Dusty and John and David and all the guys at Terra Talk and you guys will sit and have a conversation with me if I have questions about something. And, you know, I didn't, I've never done a speed workout, but I've mm-hmm. been listening to podcasts and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I should probably try that, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't know anything about, I never heard of an energy joke before I started talking to you guys and now I'm using them, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just keep telling your stories because there's people listening, you know, even mm-hmm. if you think you're having a conversation with somebody else about the ultra you just ran or mm-hmm. the marathon you're training for, or your triathlon or any of that kind of stuff, we're listening mm-hmm. and we're thinking, well, that may, you know, maybe we could do that someday. Mm-hmm. So just keep, keep talking mm-hmm. because there's people listening. Oh my uh, God, you're bringing me to tears. You're the That was great. Thank you. Thank you. That's what we're trying to do here with the Terror Girls podcast is have people tell their stories. Um, so our final lap question, um, not to drop a big bomb on you, but uh, what do you hope your life will look like in 10 years? I really just hope I'm still running. Mm-hmm. I will be 44 in mm-hmm. 10 years. And I hope that I am still running and I hope that we're still doing Terror Trot. And mm-hmm. I I hope that I have progressed in my career like I want to. But mainly, you know, I hope that I have the freedom to go. I don't have any kids of my own. So mm-hmm. I have lots of nieces and nephews. And I hope that I can keep up with them still. That's the whole, that's a lot of the reason why I started running in the first place was because I have a niece who's really interested in soccer already. She's only five. So by the time I wanted to be in shape before she started playing and when I go and stay, she's like, come kick the soccer ball with me. 15 minutes later, I'm done because I couldn't breathe, you know. So I just I hope that I am still capable of keeping up with those kids and and still running. That's awesome. If you've done all this in one year, imagine what you're going to be like in 10 years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I might be able to keep up with Carrie in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being our guest on the Tara Girls podcast. This was just a pleasure, and I loved getting to hear more about your running journey and then also more about you and what got you the roundabout way you got to Cleveland, and we're just so happy that you're here. Well, thanks. Yeah, and and you keep telling your story because I know it feels like I've only been doing this for a year, but, man, I'm inspired, truly. Absolutely. Um, Just your determination and just your willingness to jump into something new is so inspirational, so... Yeah, we're huge fans of you, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> You're crushing it. Thank you. Well, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. The Terra Girls podcast is brought to you by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terra Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrarunning.com.